This is Abacus. I'm Bob the CPA. My guest today is Susan Adams. I am a tax shareholder with Huselton Morgan & Maltzby in Dallas, Texas. We'll cover a lot of ground in this episode, including the difficulties of getting recruited as a non-traditional student. And the big four, to be honest, did, really didn't want um, to even talk to me, and they didn't talk to me. And how her industry experience has helped her in public accounting. At first, I thought that the background of being in industry was a detriment to me, but then... After a little while, I realized how much it, you know, provided me with uh, the additional experience. All this coming up on Abacus. Let's go. Learn everything you need to know to have a successful and fulfilling accounting career. Whether you're on the partner track or you're making your own path, this is Abacus. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Abacus Show, where I'm finding interesting accountants from all over the country to share their knowledge and experience with you to help you find the right career path. Today, I'm talking to Susan Adams. Susan started her career as an AP clerk right out of high school and rose through the ranks in industry before deciding to quit her job, get her degree, and become a CPA. Today, she's a tax shareholder at a public accounting firm in the Dallas, Texas area. A few of the topics we'll touch on in this episode include Susan sharing what she looks for when she's hiring recent grads, some solid advice for anyone still in college studying accounting, and what you can do if you get bored in your job before deciding to go start looking for something else. As always, come back and check out the show notes for this episode at abacusshow.com slash 307 to get links to anything we talk about, and you can pop in your email right there at the top of the page, and I'll email you a few of the all-time most popular episodes of The Abacus Show. Now, let's get right into the interview with Susan Adams. Susan, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. So before we get into, I guess, the whole interview, I was wondering if you would just give me maybe the the 30,000-foot overview of your career so far um, leading up to what you're up to today. I actually, um, in high school, I took accounting classes and loved that. And when I graduated from high school, shortly after that, I obtained a job in a accounting department of a large corporation in Fort Texas, working in accounts payable. And just, um, and I loved it. And immediately, um, my bosses and um, the managers saw that, I guess I had, you know, a skill that um, I was very good at accounting. <laughs> and so I, I was quickly advanced through um, several positions in the corporation fairly quickly. About every two years, I received uh, advancement and actually moved in several different areas and divisions of the corporation. But I always had a vision in mind that I wanted to get my uh, degree and become a CPA. And that was kind of always my lifelong goal. Um, Life through... uh, several curve balls in my way and um, I had a small child um, very young and uh, then shortly after that my husband left me and so I was you know there with a young child and trying to make um, the best of it and so I felt like that you know as a mom um, I needed to work really hard to provide for him but then I'd I didn't see a way and means to 
go to school right then while he was young and small. And so I always had that in the back of my mind, but I continued to work really hard in the different divisions of accounting and really worked my way up into a management position uh, in the corporation. And and I'd always um, stressed to my son that college was very important and that he needed to get a college education and that I was going to get one as well. And I would do that when he graduated from high school and we would go to school together. So um, that's what I did. As soon as he graduated, I started taking classes, accounting classes, while I was a manager at the large corporation. But because I, at that time, had worked my way up into becoming a manager, and I was at the time managing anywhere from 25 to 50 people and working a lot of long hours, it was um, I felt like it was going to take me forever to get that degree. So um, I took a big leap of faith and resigned um, my position and uh, went to school full-time and um, got my degree. Um, but in my senior year, I uh, was approached by the firm that I work for now and asked if I would be willing to do an internship. Now, granted... Um, I wanted to do an internship, but most uh, public accounting firms uh, do not, um, and especially the big four, I was not uh, the type of student that they would even encounter or even ask if I would be willing to do an internship because I was the non-traditional student. And the big four, to be honest, really didn't want um, even talk to me and they didn't talk to me. And so I really kind of resolved myself to the fact that I probably need to go back to industry and, uh, and not necessarily work in a public accounting. Um, so, but the firm that I worked for approached me in my senior year and asked me if I was willing to do, um, uh, an internship with them. And I said, yes, I would love to do that. I would like to find out what it would be like working in public accounting, but this is my experience and, you know, um, probably, you know, would need to go back to, um, you know, industry because that's where my experience is. But if you're willing to take a chance on me to see how things work, I'm willing to give it a try if you're willing to give it a try. And they said, absolutely. They so they offered me that internship, and um, that I loved it. And it was a lot of hard work, a lot of long hours, and I had I felt like I had to work uh, twice as hard because I was not uh, young and I was not the twenty uh, year old or twenty two year old. <laughs> uh, but uh, I seemed to excel and do well, and they were very pleased with with my work and. After a month or so, they actually gave me, uh, uh, offered me a full-time position uh, once I completed my um, degree, uh, which was in, uh, I started to work for them in January, and then um, I graduated in December. And so um, that's kind of um, my journey uh, right after that, um, after graduating uh, several months later. I started the process of studying for the CCA exam, and by the end of the next year, I 
had passed all the parts of the CT exam and become licensed. That is an amazing story. I <laughs> I had heard uh, like bits and pieces of that before we got on the call and kind of pieced it together looking at your LinkedIn profile, but there's so much I want to unpack there. So I'm going to just try to take it piece by piece. So bear with me. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> sure. Uh, so I guess the biggest thing is when you're going to your internship, like how did you just say, I I know this is what I want to do? Like what what did you realize about public accounting that made you realize that like, this is what I want to do and not go back to corporate accounting or do something else entirely. I guess what I, I, I loved about public accounting is every day was a different day and different and it was a new day. So I would get a different project, something would be different and uh, it would require something else to for me to learn and every day was a new challenge. That was a little overwhelming at first, but... I loved it. And corporate accounting, one of the reasons I moved from division to division um, every two years was because I would get bored with what I was doing. And it was just repetitive. And I um, wanted a new challenge. And in public accounting, I realized, you know, within the first few months that every day was going to be a challenge and uh, it would uh, never be boring. And um, so that, you know, one of the shareholders almost immediately after I was there of three or four weeks, he said, I have a challenge for you. And I'm like, Oh, okay. And so he gave me some books of a client and that was um, pretty messed up and said, I need you to figure it all out. And so I just took the challenge and said, okay, and met with him a few days later and said, these are the problems I found and these are the ways I think it needs to be corrected. And so I guess, you know, from that point on, they realized that even though I was a little bit older, I was up for the challenge and, you know, would work twice as hard to get the job done and so I think I I really had at first I thought that the background of being in industry was a detriment to me but then after a little while I realized how much it you know provided me with uh, the additional experience before I even finished my internship uh, I was awarded my first client um and was it was a retail client that needed help, and so um, they actually put me on that client, and I actually worked for that client as their kind of their interim CFO for many many years. And you've been there obviously a few years now and worked your way up. Do you still find that you're having new challenges and new rewarding work to work on? Or have you had periods where it does get boring again and you have to go out and kind of find other things to kind of make it interesting for you? Yeah. Uh, you know, um, typically it's not anything. It's not boring. Um, I have been with a firm and um, I've been with a firm since 2004 and so this will be my starting my 13th year. And um, if I feel like I'm getting bored, then I will get a phone call or acquire a new client that really challenges challenges me and uh, kind of keeps me on my toes again, you know, puts me on my toes again and really keeps me sharp. 
And I'm a tax shareholder, and in tax, it's ever-changing. And so uh, there's always something that's changing that requires research or requires self-study. So very rarely do I get bored. So in addition to maybe going out um, and doing some self-study and some research on your own, do you have any advice for maybe your staff or staff at other public accounting firms that maybe are kind of feel like they're stuck in a rut to maybe see if there's another shot staying at their current firm or like things they can do to re-energize it before they decide to maybe jump ship? As a, as a shareholder and as uh, having um, staff working for me, uh, I can understand sometimes how uh, someone can get bored and uh, what my first uh, hope is that they will come and talk to me or talk to a mentor and see if there is ways and means or other things that they could be doing that would re-energize them uh, in their current position. But I do know that there's some uh, some positions that no matter how much you try to be energized, it's just not a good fit for you, and uh, you need to find what is uh, works for you and what um, you're good at. But another thing that I found that has really helped me stay energized and uh, work uh, through uh, many things and is to do a lot of um, outside uh, networking and also uh, give back to the community and serve in other areas in volunteering. And uh, that, to me, adds a lot to your career and gives a new perspective on things. Because a lot of times, if you don't do that, then you your perspective is pretty narrow. Hey guys, Bob here. I'd like you to take a moment to think about your career. Over the years, I've noticed that people tend to fall into one of three categories. On one extreme, there's people who love their job. They can't imagine a world where they would ever leave. They're staying for life. Then there's the people on the other end of the spectrum. People who really, really hate their jobs or the passion and desperately want out ASAP. But most of you probably fall somewhere in the middle. Your job is fine, but you worry there's something better out there. You don't hate what you do, but you wish you could get paid a little bit more and get what you're worth. If you're a lifer at your company, that's awesome. But for the rest of you, I have some really good news. I'm just putting the finishing touches on a brand new course inside Abacus U that I'm really excited about. If you haven't heard of it yet, Abacus U is where I share all the accounting job search tips and strategies I've learned over the past decade in simple, easy to follow online training courses. Already inside waiting for you are complete courses on the things you need to know for your next job search, like crafting a resume that gets you more interviews, optimizing your LinkedIn profile to attract recruiters and get access to the best jobs, and how to set career goals. Everything is available from your laptop or phone for less than a dollar a day. And even though I can't tell you too much about it just yet, because we haven't announced it, if you sign up today, you'll get access to this exciting new course as soon as it's released. If you're not planning on staying at your job forever, this is the fastest, easiest way to get the skills you need to land that amazing new job you want. So get over to abacusshow.com slash learn to get started now. All right, let's get back into the interview. And I know when I was in school, at least, I don't know if it's still the similar or if this is across all schools, but when I was in school, they were really pushed hard. You know, what you want to do is you want to go big four, you want to go public accounting, and then you can go into corporate. But 
Did you find starting in corporate, there were any specific skills you learned maybe because you moved around so much or just being in that environment before you got to public? Were there any anything in specific that you remember that really helped you once you switched over to public? I guess what helped me is, you know, working for a large corporation and it helped that I did move from division to division or department to department because I really saw a wide variety and a wide perspective of all the different areas of financial accounting. And then walking into public accounting, I already had that background and perspective. And where someone that's just come out of school and went went into public accounting, it's hard to visualize no matter how much you have, um, you know, have classes and they tell you about things actually uh, experiencing it is really different. And I try to tell students, especially, it's totally different. And I think what happens a lot of times with accounting students leaving school and going to the big four, they, especially on the audit side, um, they get one little piece and they don't really get to see the whole picture. And, and it's hard for them to understand all the perspective, you know, the whole picture uh, a lot of times. And so for someone who maybe was interested in coming to work at a smaller firm similar to yours, when you're hiring or interviewing, what are the specific maybe skills or attributes or attitudes that you're looking for in an interviewee? You know, um, I, for, um, I do quite a number, uh, quite a, a great deal of uh, recruiting on uh, campuses and truly, really try to talk to students about really being honest with themselves about what do I want. And what I find a lot of times with students is, especially younger students, they want to go into auditing and because um, I get to travel or, you know, and it just sounds fun. And I try to, and actually we have a game test type thing um, that we give to the students and asking them a variety of different questions a different way to try to determine whether they are adapted and their personality is adapted more for audit or for tax if they're going or if it's not adapted for either and if you know industry or something of that nature would be better for them and I try to uh really tell them that you need to be honest with yourself and truthful to really what works. And some of the qualities I look at is, of course, we look for good grades. And um, I think that's real important. Um, and also uh, study habits. You can tell by people's grades um, whether you know they have really good study habits a lot of times. But then also we as a smaller firm, because we can't compete with the uh, big four, we also look at um, what other, um, if they're working while they're um, going uh, to school or if they are um, participating in a a sport, you know, uh, looks like, you know, um, it's real I'm not saying it's simple, but sometimes it's easy for someone just to go to school and not have, that's all they do. Um, they can make pretty good grades doing that. 
but if they are also working or if they're participating in sports and they also are making good grades, uh, we also look to see if they are participating in, you know, the Beta Alpha Psi or one of the other student organizations. And then I also look at someone that really has a good attitude and also uh, wants to learn that, you know, is um, very willing to learn. And, you know, they may say, well, this part of accounting, I don't quite understand, but I I would love to learn that. And just someone that's always willing to um, put their best foot forward and um, really um, strive to do their best. Looking back to when you were deciding, I guess, first to go back to school and then to quit and go to school full time, with the benefit of hindsight and how everything's turned out, do you have any advice you would give yourself back then? Uh, yes, probably uh, I should have resigned my position and left earlier and started earlier. But And why was that? I, I guess I uh, probably um, there was some fear associated with leaving the good position that I had. Uh, you know, it, it become comfortable and um, just being willing to take that risk earlier, I think uh, would have been great. But it is what it is at this point. So, Especially now that you know it worked out, right? Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I don't want to take up too much of your time tonight. I know it's getting a little bit late. So I was wondering, is there anything else before I let you go that you want to make sure um, to share with our audience today? I guess especially for students uh, to um, take advantage of when they're in school uh, to uh become part of um, other organizations like um, Beta Alpha Psi, um, any, uh, I know there's some student organizations for Accounting and Finance Women's Alliance um, and even just any organization, student organization that is related to accounting and finance because that uh, you're going to get exposure to speakers and individuals that have experience in the accounting field and from all different areas, you know, of accounting and finance. And I think that gives you, it gives the students a perspective on um, how they can use their accounting degree and then how they can use their, all their experience that they're receiving in school and then how that they can move forward in their career. And for, you know, young um, uh individuals uh, starting out, I would say that one of the things I see in uh, staff and in early in their career, they don't understand and realize the importance of networking with other professionals and also becoming um, involved in their community and serving their community and volunteering in, other, in areas may not necessarily be in um, in the accounting world, but um, in an organization that you're passionate about or um, that you um, want to be involved in because those things add so much value to you as a person 
and also um, add value to um, your success of your um, continuance of your career. Absolutely. All right, Susan, thank you so much for coming on the show today. I really appreciate it. This is awesome hearing your story. This is great. All right. Thank you so much. That's all for today, folks. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you next time right here on The Abacus Show.